Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of the day's message is Reading the Bible Prophetically. And I'm not talking about reading the Bible with an understanding of the end times and what's going to happen from that prophetic angle, but reading the Bible prophetically for our own lives and for the lives of others around us. Hey, I'll get talk more about specifically what I mean in a moment. Good to have you with us. Hey, we bless you. Thank you for listening. I pray great grace over you right now. I believe this message has prophetic words for you as you get to the end of this with me. I'm going to take some truths out of Acts 27 that I sense are for you and for this season and for your future. So get ready for that. It says in Hebrews 4.12, the word of God is living and powerful. God's word is living and powerful. God's word is inspired. It's not just a a book of information or a book of history or a book of moral uh, directives. It is a living book. It is alive. And we read the Bible not just for connection with God and spiritual wisdom, but also to discover our now words, now words to live from and to fight with. We live from God's word. Matthew 4, 4. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And really the quality of our lives and our inner fulfillment really is dependent upon our identifying what we believe God has told us and then Live from that. I can put up with a lot of junk if I've got a word from the Lord. I can put up with a lot of uncertainty and lack of outward success if I've got a word from the Lord. Now, let me just say this here. Our transformational mind renewal course, which is on IgnitingHopeAcademy.com, starts again in September where we're doing it as a group for five months, the five steps of radical mind renewal, an online course made for people on the go, podcasts, and very practical wisdom. But as I talk about living from a word, this course is really going to help people do that. And I'll talk more about that at the end. So God's word, we live from God's word, and then we fight with God's word. Ephesians 6.17 says, And take up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Take up a sword, and we're to fight with it. And it's God's Word that is our weapon to fight against lies, to fight against the emotional states that are created from believing lies, unworthiness, victim mindset, discouragement feeling like a failure, worry, fear. Take up the source. And then listen to 1 Timothy 1.18, and this is going to lead into what we're saying today. Paul writes to a young leader named Timothy, This charge I commit to you, son Timothy, 
according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them, by what? By the prophecies made concerning Timothy, that by them you may wage the good warfare. And I want to say a good warfare is a warfare that we win. Timothy was to wage the good warfare through the prophetic words he had received. Prophetic words are personal promises and directions God has made real to us. They will often seem to contradict our current circumstances and current emotional state. They will speak of greater things for us in the future. And as you know, if you've been listening to these podcasts for any length of time, my favorite definition of hope is that hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present, and I have the power to help make it so. And so this thing about the prophetic words that uh, they speak of greater things, of good things for us in the future, the prophetic word is one of the most important things that gives us hope for the future. And without hope for the future, we're not going to advance. We're not going to be able to overcome. Now, these prophetic words can come to us through people, angels, dreams, visions, unusual coincidences, or other ways. They will be consistent with the truths of Scripture. But they will highlight certain scriptural principles or ways of God which we are to specifically focus on as we consider who we are and what our future holds. And so as we, we think about this, the prophetic word is something that God highlights to us. And I believe this, that the greatest prophetic words are to come through Scripture. And that our prophetic words are to have a foundation of us being a person in the Word. So let me say this again. Our Bible reading is to be the main source of our hearing personal prophetic words. Now, as we're immature, as we are maybe in a season of, of dryness and we're not in the Word, I know God can use prophetic words. He's used people to jolt me out of uh, complacency. We love to talk about Gideon. He was in Judges 6. He was in a place of victim mindset, discouragement, bitterness at God. And I kind of doubt how much he was in the word at, at that time. But the prophetic word of the angel jolted him into vision, into purpose, into hope. I've done a blog in the past called The Five Levels of Bible Reading. You can find that just by doing an online search, Steve Backlund, the five levels of Bible reading that, that talks about this and talks about another angle. And even what I'm saying here is tied to that. So if you want more, you can find that. But, but I, want, I want to just go deeper. So how do we read the Bible prophetically? Number one is we ask for and believe for revelation of where to read, and what are to be the most important takeaways from our reading. We don't just read with our minds. We, we read with our spirits, and we believe for revelation. It's the same revelation that Peter got 
in Matthew 16, where he said to Jesus, you are the Christ, the Son of living God. And, and Jesus said that flesh and blood did not reveal that to Peter, but his Father in heaven, and there's revelation. And in Ephesians 1, 15 to 18, Paul prays for the spirit of revelation that we might understand and know the things that are intellectually understood, that we might know them with spiritual revelation. And so we ask God and believe for revelation of where to read and what are to be the main takeaways for us personally. Now, when we read the Bible prophetically, and many people only read the Bible to see what they're supposed to do or to see what's wrong with them. <laughs> this, I believe what I'm sharing today, is, is a needed truth to break us out of any negative tendencies in our Bible reading. So number two, as we focus on stories in the Bible of God's interaction with people. Now, I believe we're to read the whole word and uh, the epistles and in that in the New Testament, they're so important. And even the principles I'm sharing here are going to apply with them. But it's the stories of the Bible. It's the people's interactions with God. It's how what God does in situations where I believe that we will be able to glean from that principles and how God works and have it function in our own lives. Now, number three is don't feel like you need to read a lot of the Bible. And what I'm saying here, reading prophetically, is you meditate over stories. I would say even going over those stories over and over again, thinking about them. Four, write down one-sentence truths that stand out to you. Write down one-sentence truths that stand out. By the way, for those of you who are preachers and teachers and home group leaders and Bible study leaders, what I'm saying here is so powerful to just even glean greater revelation from these stories for your sermons and messages. Number five, and here's this is really important, note the testimonies of spiritual breakthroughs and encounters. Note the testimonies. I mean, you can take like the story of David and Goliath. David, he was not skilled in being a soldier, but he won. It isn't our training that's necessarily going to bring victory. It's that God is with us that's going to bring victory. And there's so many others. And so that that is one truth we could bring out. Now, the word testimony literally means do it again. And Revelation 19.10 says the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So every testimony we read or hear has a prophetic message in it for us to believe at some level. Every testimony has a spirit of prophecy. Do it again. It stirs us up. It can happen. It activates our faith. It can happen. And when our faith gets activated, it can happen. It's going to happen. And then reword the truths and testimonies as if you were giving a prophetic word for yourself or others. And then note which prophetic words come most alive in your spirit and are confirmed through more Bible reading, dreams, prophetic words given to you by others. I know those seven things, that's a lot to get. And so I would suggest if you really want to dive into that more, go and find that blog on our website. 
that will be released here in July of 2021, the blog on prophetically reading the Bible. And you can get those in written form. Now, let's do an example of this by considering Acts 27. So here's where I'm going to show you. I've already touched on it a little bit through the story of David and Goliath. But Acts 27, let's apply this. The Apostle Paul, he's a prisoner. He's on a ship. And he's headed to Rome. They're trying to, and the ship has difficulties. It There's a storm. Paul said in the beginning, I don't think we should go on this. There's a storm. They're without light. For, it's dark for 14 days. Paul has an angel appear to him and says, you and all these people are going to be safe because I'm going to get you to Caesar. And Paul believes that word. Paul be, then becomes the greatest voice on the ship, giving hope and direction. The ship breaks up. They end up on an island. <laughs> but nobody's lost. And so, there's different verses that are in this story and that I want to highlight. Verse 3, And Julius, the keeper of the prisoners, treated Paul kindly and gave him liberty to go to his friends and receive care. Now, even Paul being a prisoner, he had this kindness. So I wrote this truth. In difficult seasons of our lives, God gives us favor with key people to fulfill our purpose. In difficult seasons of our lives, God gives us favor with key people to fulfill our purpose. So that's my one-line truth. And then I turn that into a prophetic word for me. In every season of my life, God will give me favor with key people to fulfill my purpose. And I'll say it to you. And you may be in a difficult season right now. And I say this, and I give you this prophetic word from this story, God is giving you favor with key people that, that is going to help see you through emotionally and relationally, but help see you through to get to where you need to go. A second one is verse 11. Nevertheless, the centurion was more persuaded by the helmsman and the owner of the ship than by the things spoken by Paul. So I note that in my Bible reading, I put the truth down. Our, our good advice will not always be received. <laughs> our good Paul the Apostle had, had the right word, but it wasn't received. Here's the prophetic word. Don't become hopeless when people do not listen to you because eventually your words will be received. And I believe this. God's giving you grace right now to not become hopeless when people do not listen to you, whether it's family members, whether it's people you're in ministry with, whether it's on job, whether it's friends that you're trying to give advice to, God's giving you grace right now to not be hopeless and to believe. And, you know, just something that I'm not even going into on that. Paul stayed on the ship in his not only physically, but emotionally, even though he wasn't heard. He stayed on the ship in his attitude. And because he stayed on the ship and didn't disengage his heart from people who didn't listen to him, he eventually became the most influential person on the ship. Now, let me give you one more. I know I'm taking a little extra time here. Verse 13, when the south wind blew softly, supposing that they had obtained their desire, 
putting out to sea, they sailed close by Crete. The truth is, good circumstances are not always the confirmation that a choice is right. Good circumstances are not always the confirmation that a choice is right. And I just say to you right now that God is giving you insight and hearing his voice to know when in your life, when something looks good, it's not good. (laughs) And even some of you right now listening, there's something that looks really good on the outward, but it's not right. And you're, you're going to, you're going to know that not out of fear or anything of just because, Hey, I heard this and now I want to need to be fearful about, no, you're going to know there's just going to be a knowing. So prophetically reading the Bible. I hope this has helped you. This is going into deep waters. I've put a lot in a short amount of time. This is a message you might want to listen to again. Hey, thank you for listening. Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. We're here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. And I want to remind you, too, that the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. And as we stir up the joy of the Lord and we delight in the Lord, according to Psalm 37, verse 4, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. We just delight and we say, Lord, I don't know how you're going to do it, but you're going to do it. I can't wait to see what you're going to do in my family, my nation, in this area of struggle in my life. I can't wait to see what you're going to do in my emotions. <laughs> I can't wait to see what you're going to do in getting me to my destiny and influencing people at a greater level than ever before. I can't wait to see how you're going to provide for us, how you're going to heal the bodies. Woohoo! God, I can't wait. Well, hey, thanks so much. Hey, if you like these podcasts, tell somebody else about it. Feel free to send us an email at info at ignitinghope.com. If you're not signed up for our newsletter, you can go to our website, ignitinghope.com, and sign up so you know what we're doing. Transformational Mind Renewal Course starts in September. Woo-hoo! We, we did it as a group last year. We're going to have two ways you can do it. We'll have signups for that very soon. It is a great thing. And then uh, Ash Lumley on our team is doing a five-week course starting in the beginning of August called Unhindered. You can find out about that on IgnitingHopeAcademy.com. Hey, if you ever want to sow a financial seed into Igniting Hope, you can go to our website at Igniting Hope and push donate. That would be such a blessing. And if you're not able to do that, just pray for us and push with us for this hope message to just get stronger and stronger. Hey, bless you with prophetic Bible reading. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.